0: Presented by Batano, Nick Alberga, and Jay Rosehill back in the mix once again. Leafs Morning Take has turned into sort of Leafs Summer Take at the Leafs Nation 401 where you can subscribe to our YouTube page. We're also available wherever you can find your podcast. Just search Leafs Morning Take. While you're at it, make sure to check out the great content today's guest has been pumping out for Action Park Media from No Gruffs Given and Quick Shift, among other things. It's former nhl turned podcaster, model, actor, author. Sean Avery, did I miss anything? I mean...
1: I think it's time to retire the model moniker, but other than that, yeah, you got it.
0: <laughs> you got it. You got, thanks for doing this. You got to give us the lay of the land of where you're at right now. Cause I think it's unbelievable.
1: So, uh, yeah, right now I'm in i I'm sitting inside an RV, which is parked on the front lawn of a house in uh Van Nuys, California. And, uh, I'm in the middle of jujitsu training. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays we train with the killers. There's a bunch of Brazilian black belts in the garage right now. Uh I just got my blue belt, so now they can wrist lock me and do different things that really fucking hurt. And uh yeah. I'm just grinding, bro. I'm just grinding. I could make the Leafs, you know, what what's the date today?
0: July 20th. 20th.
1: I'm probably in the best shape of my life. If I took my key yeah. off right now, I, I would give the, that, that dressing room a run for the money. Could I get my timing in, in five weeks to be ready for training camp? No, but if I was going to, if they knew that I was on the team and they were going to, it was like, okay, he needs eight weeks. Then I would be ready. And so it was you- much more effective than Ryan Reeves.
2: You don't have trouble training after, after the fact, eh? I I went hard when I was playing and I cannot get my heartbeat over one thirty. Sounds like jujitsu is the way to get into it or what?
1: Yeah. That'll change your life. It'll change your life. It's so much fun. It's so hard. Oh my God. It's so nasty. And you can take
2: Revo would be an easy, an easy go for you right now. I mean, off skates, he's a dead man. (laughs) I believe it. He's a dead man
1: you know it's like these boxers it's like you know we're talking about Nick uh uh Nate Diaz right he's fighting Jake Paul this weekend so it's true if you lock Nate Diaz and Tyson Fury up into a room Nate Diaz is coming out yeah like it's just a it's just a fact now that i see the levels of this sport um yeah. Like it's, it, but it's so interesting, you know, uh, Tua a Vua, they had him doing jujitsu this summer so so that he could learn how to take a hit. Right. And mm-hmm. because this whole thing's about rolling. Once you, once you're with the big dogs, like they can roll out of anything, any contact. So it's very interesting. I wish I had started training earlier, man. I would have been a better player. I would have been such, I would have been a way
2: better player. Well, you think about boxing and hockey players, it's kind of one dimensional, but that MMA stuff, man, when you got all those different disciplines yeah. down, there's no position you could put that human being in where he's not trained to get out of. It. And you're fucked if you're not trained it like they are. Oh, yeah. I, I was always terrified of like, not that I got in bar fights ever, but messing with the wrong guy at the bar, like maybe a featherweight guy or just some MMA guy or like, I always watch for like cauliflower ears, like just yeah. don't let any of my boys get fucked up with one of those guys.
1: Yeah, I I got a lot of friends that would look at Alex Volkanovsky in the bar and be like, you know, maybe he's going to give me a go, but I'm still going to take him. And you'd be fucking you're dead. You're asleep. You're asleep. You don't even he doesn't even have to hurt you. Those these types of guys, they just put you to sleep, which is so much fun. (laughs) But anyways, you guys want to talk about the Leafs?
0: Yeah, I want to get into that for sure. There's uh, some other stuff too, but we'll get to the Leafs since you're on it. You mentioned Ryan Reeves. You're not a big fan of that signing? Like, what have you made of their offseason thus far? I mean,
1: we're in the same spot that we were with the Rangers when they signed Ryan Reeves. It's like, ah, this is going to be great. It's going to be great. Until you hit the 50 game mark and then you you can't play him. You know? (laughs) Like, go find me. A bottom six that are all on minimum contracts that all they want to do is dump the puck in, chase, forecheck, change, kill the clock, and wear down the other team's D so that, you know, Matthews and Mitch and and Willie can do their thing. Then you might have a chance to win with that lineup. But outside of that, you're cooked. You guys watched that, that final. You guys watched that final. Florida was out of gas because they had to run the the gamut with you know three of the three great teams, maybe the best teams outside of Vegas. Mm-hmm. If you don't have dogs that 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 can just skate and are hungry and know their role, ah, it's not going to work. It's not going to so work.
2: You think the league's gotten away from that? I mean, I've noticed in a lot in the last 10 years or so, I mean, you used to have those different dimensions of lines. Like you say that energy line and yeah, they've gotten away from the meathead heavyweights that are one dimensional. I get that, but guys that can skate guys, that can get it deep guys that can bang and crash and crush on their D man, get in the goalies face, get the hell off the ice and just change that momentum around. I think they've gotten away from that. Would you say they've just forgotten about that and just gone with as much skill as they can through the lineup and it's just catching up to them now?
1: So, you know, the two guys that I like to still talk hockey with the most are uh, Brendan Shanahan. I like to talk to Shanny. you know, just just about the league, not about his team, because I don't, you know, Shanny has been in my life for a long time and he knows what I feel. You know, he knows what I think. So let's talk about the league. Those guys both tell me those types of players are very hard to find now. Wow. Which is like, you know, and I use. I go, where's Alex Burrows? Where's like the next Alex Burrows or Mm Rafi Torres or me, you know?
2: You're Steve Ott or
1: any of those guys. Yeah, exactly. And these guys say, man, this, trust me, we're looking. These guys aren't, it's hard to find. So maybe that's true. You know? That's the generation today. I still think there's, you know, the Leafs, like, the kid they took in the first round. I'll just watch a couple of the interviews and who is his favorite player? Do you guys remember who his favorite player was? Kachuk. Growing was up. I think was he it? said that. Yeah. yeah. Great. Good. That's good enough for me. I'll take that. Right. Cause yeah. I don't hear anyone else saying anything other than, you know, Sid or uh, who's the other Nova Scotia kid, uh, Colorado, McKinnon. McKinnon, you yeah. know,
0: yeah, makes sense. I wanted to pump your tires a bit because I remember, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but after the first round, so the Leafs finally won a playoff series for so the first time. What was it, 19 years? You came out right away and said they're going to get dummied by the Florida Panthers, right? Yeah, and you were correct. <laughs> well, why did you feel that way at the time?
1: Because I I was watching Florida play, and they were just like this, you know, Bobrovsky, Uh those guys just started to heat up man in that first round like they just started to get their legs under them and then they win that and then they i just knew and i knew the leafs when you have justin hall and uh who is the other guy that they put out there on the penalty kill with yeah they put out there they're they're looking for me they're like it's <laughs> i'm hiding who's the so other fair. guy that killed penalties with him the two of them you're not going to win with that d guys you're yeah. not gonna win. Yeah. You, well, you know, and like, the choir there. you know, you guys know, but your peers in the media, I don't know. Are they just too are they fans too much to to you know what I mean? Like because part of the reason I think that Toronto gets away with it is Mitch Marner's probably having a great summer at the golf course can't go anywhere can't go to mr sub can't go to tim hortons everyone knows him he's mitch guys if you play like this in new york and you're uh, you're on fucking sixth avenue and 19th street and there's a diehard blue shirt that this guy pays his money and he didn't like your game you hear it <laughs> you gotta face the music <clears throat>
0: I'm happy you brought that up because like, I said this at the end when they lost. I'm like, there's this general acceptance in this market. It happens for every sport. Going through it right now with the Jays, the Raptors to an extent. There's just an acceptance like, okay, next year we'll do it. You know what I mean? Every time they lose, they bang their heads against the wall. We're going to do it next year. You're right. There's no accountability in this market.
1: No. No, and that hurts the team. You know, and I, I know that everybody loves their team and they should that's okay to be upset you know and want to hold your team accountable especially with the money we're talking about you know the money you know what's going on you guys know what's going on in canada right now people are uh-huh. fucking it, it's it's hard times out there you get a guy that's making 13 sheets a year and he disappears the
2: one thing that you need him to do come on Well, we take heat for calling it like it is sometimes. And, you know, when I played there, the problem with the media is they just wanted to just nail you like the Internet was getting big and everyone wanted to write a scathing review. And, oh, how do I get eyes on my shit? Oh, let me just rip this guy apart, rip that guy apart. And it was like no one wanted to come here. And whether that's changed or not, now it seems like everyone's scared to say anything because you might hurt someone's feelings. And these guys are just like, well, fuck, we're never going to get ripped on. So it's like, oh, well. I want to be back in Toronto. Well, I want to be back in Toronto. It's like you just lost three fucking years in a row unacceptably. And now you're talking about, well, I'll be back. I'll be back. Like, what about like, do I deserve to be back? That there's none of that to go around.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. And that's very interesting because Toronto was a toxic environment for yeah. a long time. And maybe that was because Berkey was a little bit uh ornery and there was some, you know, tension and sandpaper, but complete flip. And maybe it's just a mirror of the times. You know, participation medals are cool now, you know, <laughs> fuck you can You're do whatever so right. you want.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. But now it's, yeah, that's a good point. Very interesting. Um, yeah. Cause like fucking Sundin, they rode Sundin's ass for years.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. He was like, what he was. Yeah.
1: And, and, and that guy's done a hell of a lot more for the organization than anyone on the current Leafs roster.
2: So does it go without saying that you think the core four are, there's too much money in that basket. See ya break that up.
1: Yeah. And you know what I would have done? I would have packaged them for like the second and fifth pick. I would have hedged my bets because this Bernard's a weirdo. This kid's a weird kid and I don't know if it's going to translate. I'm telling (laughs) you. Yeah. I mean, I guess his, his shot is just so, like there's some things, tools that are just so advanced. His size concerns me. And I think he's a weird kid. And and not like Paul Korea weird. Like <laughs> a little different, you yeah. know.
2: He doesn't like yeah. to skate. I watched him play in, in Calgary and I just he fucking floated everywhere. Really? He had three points, but I'm like, I don't know if you can do that in the show, kid. Like, he okay, literally didn't make stride. It was
1: incredible. Well, that's interesting. And that uh, yeah. Right. You know, Braden Point doesn't stop his feet moving ever. No. <laughs> you know? So, but I would have moved them. I would have moved them as quick as I could and and tried to hedge my bets and just really started the rebuild. Because what are you what are you plugging holes with right now? And where are their draft picks? Where are their draft picks? Dubis sent them down the road. Like. Was that Robertson kid? I mean, he wasn't really that good. I don't know. But that was like their big gun, right? Their big pick? Yeah. Are there
2: any
0: others? Matthew Nyes. Matthew Nyes. You, so Matthew
2: Nyes you, you catch him coming in first couple games, yeah. playoffs. He stood yeah. out pretty good. He's more of a power forward than a dipsy doodle bullshit player. So I got high hopes for him. He's got a head on his shoulders too.
1: Good. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, who else did they sign? I don't even remember.
0: Max Bertuzzi, Tyler Bertuzzi, Klingberg.
1: Okay, here we go. Now, now we'll say, okay, good, okay, fine. You got Max on a small number. You gave Bert something that's very manageable. The guy doesn't use any uh, tape on his knob. Didn't get (laughs) vaccinated. I'll take him. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take him on my team. Okay, so that's good. Those are two great
0: signings. Who else? John Klingberg. Did they give him a lot of money? Uh, what was it? Four and a half, I think. One-year deal, four and a half. Okay, fine. One-year deal. That's fine. But it's clear yeah. like they're, they're, they're changing the look of the team because I'm with you. And, and Rosie and I aren't agree it's way too much on this team. We thought they were so fucking soft. And so, like, the mentality has changed at the very least going into next year. And I don't know if you'd agree. Like, I think they look more like a Florida Panthers team who sort of sacrificed the regular season to be harder to play against in the playoffs, right?
1: Well, yes, they're starting to, they're starting to build that archetype a little bit. You know, you go into camp, you're definitely, you got a little bit more juice. Okay. Just with Max and, and Bertuzzi. Uh, mark my words, the Revo thing's going to turn into a sideshow. It's going to turn into a sideshow and it's just a, a thing that we don't really need.
2: Do you think that's going to be a mess because of the sideshow that it could be with that role? Or do you not think that he's had enough time in this league and he's been able to stay in it the way he has, because he does get what to do and when to do it. I think he
1: turns it into a little bit of a too much of hit him show, you know? Yeah. Um, I, get it. I don't know. The old school guys, like the the Colt Norse, you know, you yeah. played with Orzy. Oh, yeah. Orzie? Yeah. Yeah. You bet uh i don't know they, those guys were scary you know and they just you knew that they were like the the reeve show it's just too much it's just too much just get into come to camp bang fucking bodies beat some people up and don't do like we don't need to see you become like a legend that way you
2: know i don't know well, do you notice how there's a lot of guys in the league doing the WE belt and chirping off, and t- and they didn't do that eight years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, because well, there
2: was other guys in the league. Right now, you would got, prevent that.
1: Now you got. I get you that. Know, you can look at the schedule and see, like, ah, this is going to be an easy six. The next six,
0: <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah
0: i love it a couple more and i'll let you go i wanted to ask you uh i'm looking forward as we record this i'm not sure we're going to put this out but i'm looking forward to watching oppenheimer what was that experience like man that's amazing
1: oh dude it's wild i mean the movies fuck me the movie's good um yeah it's my second nolan uh crack at it with nolan the second time was even better you know um It's like a masterclass in filmmaking, not, not only filmmaking, but like just being able to watch the best in the world, do something in their specific category. I mean, take that wherever you want, you know, Mm. um, the movie's incredible. I'll tell you, go see the movie because whatever I, yeah, I I'm in it and I got a couple of fun scenes. Go see the movie because, you know, you guys are in Canada, right? I'm in the U.S. We're North America. Tough couple of years. When these people get on television and these pundits and these newscasters and these politicians and they talk about nuclear, the next nuclear war. (laughs) Like, watch this movie and think about the weight that that word has. Because holy shit, man. And and that was that was seventy years ago. It's a very it's an important movie for us all to watch right now. Just yeah, go watch Barbie. Have fun. That's great. <laughs> I can't believe Ryan Gosling. I, whatever. I, I I hope it's good. But Oppenheimer is like a movie that everyone needs to see. Like you know, everyone needs to see this because, man, what are we fighting about? What what is this? What what is this nonsense? Why are we trying to hurt people? our people in our countries you know Mm -hmm. prosper let's make money let's win some games let's fucking do it the right way so yeah it it was an incredible experience i i can't wait uh you know i can't wait to see it on imax that's you got you know you guys have an imax there right downtown there yeah yeah
2: yeah Yeah.
1: and uh, over at the cne does the cne have
0: an imax screen too uh no i live right near there we don't but there's a bunch of different ones now like i i want to watch it in its full glory like i, I this is what yeah. i'm pumped for you know fuck barbie yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh our, our mutual kevin conley told me i was gonna love you and he wasn't wrong uh how'd you guys get involved together you being pretty much a ranger he's a fucking islanders fan which is the worst but action park media tell us about what you're doing these days uh
1: yeah we got this new podcast quick shift um uh, yeah, I did my own podcast for a while, but I really just got sick of like for two years calling out bullshit that only other, a few other people were calling out. It's just too much. Like, so it was fun. We said, you know what, let's start a hockey, uh, a hockey podcast. Um, I think I'm going to start doing something like Chael Sonnen does just these quick hits, you know, that like six, seven minute, like I would love to, there's everything, some, Every day there's one thing to talk about, you know, uh, so we have a good time over there. Kevin is uh you know how I met Kevin Connolly. I was screaming at Garth Snow in the hallway uh, <laughs> at an exhibition game in Nassau Coliseum. I was pissed off about something, and he was with Kevin, and when I noticed Kevin, I was like, "Hey, I kind of I said to Garth, you gonna introduce me to fucking Kevin, and that kinda <laughs> whatever it's just one of those yeah. Just one of those run-ins, eh? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Incredible, man. And uh, we're so thankful of you to take some time. Congratulations on all the new stuff and looking forward to watching Oppenheimer Thanks so much for taking time in your busy day today.
1: Thanks, fellas.